I always knew I'd have kids. I just never intended to become a mother. I'm Dr. Lee Birch, and this is the Rockstar Parent Podcast. I'm a chiropractor, former college educator, life coach, and mom. Everyone has their own journey into motherhood. This podcast is devoted to telling my story and sharing what I've found to be successful along the way. Episode 4 how to blatantly overschedule your family and still be completely present for the moments that matter. We were in the before school morning rush. I had the lunch assembly line going. The kids were finishing up brushing their teeth and hopefully their hair. And it was that time where we began to race around looking for the homework that wasn't put into the backpacks the night before. I'm pretty sure I still had to sign at least one of those daily folder logs which is when I also discovered the physical activity worksheet for the PE teacher wasn't up to date. Somewhere in the middle of all of that and tying shoes and looking for my car keys, my very young daughter asked, Mom, is it okay to eat something out of a garbage can? Now, this is one of those crossroad moments in your life as a parent. You have so many options. Behind door number one, There is the popular pretend not to really hear the question and then just move on approach. This works really well, especially when you're running late. It's very believable. And if you couple it with some well-placed frenzy, they never know the difference. Now behind door number two, there is the, well, that's a wonderful question. Let's put a pin in that for right now and talk about it later approach. That actually leads to two different sub-options later. You can conveniently or maybe even inadvertently forget to ever talk about it again, or you do remember to circle back to it at the dinner table when your parenting partner is there and you can lob it over to them. This is awesome just for the sheer entertainment value. Behind door number three, there is the We are Burgess and Burgess don't eat things out of garbage cans approach. Very final, very definitive. I would use that when I definitely did not want to hear more details and never wanted to talk about it again. And I mean, ever. And finally, behind door number four, there is the approach where you have just enough brain power and self-awareness left to stop, look at your child and tentatively ask, Did you already eat something out of a garbage can and are curious if you might have poisoned yourself? Or is there something in a garbage can you think you might want to eat in the future and you're just checking the overall temperature of the potential consequences? You know, we can spend the majority of our day as moms doing a lot of stuff. We have cleaning, endless mounds of laundry and running errands, meals to plan, shop for and prepare. We taxi our children to their appointments and extracurriculars. I often felt when my three kids were growing up that even if I woke up on time in the morning, somehow I was already behind. And all of the stuff I've already mentioned is before we add in a job that's outside of the home. We have every right to feel justified when we are exhausted at the end of the day. We want to feel good about the job we are doing as a parent. We got some stuff checked off the to-do list. And I don't disagree. I felt like I was doing a relatively good job as a mother. But there was a question that quietly nagged at me. Am I doing a good job 
being a mother. As I matured as a mother, I began to realize it's in the unpredictable moments that just pop right up when you least expect them that ended up mattering the most. You know those moments that I'm talking about? You're brushing your daughter's hair, she's looking at herself in the mirror, and she asks, Mom, am I pretty? And our first reaction, because we have a lot to do, is to hurriedly tell her, of course you're pretty. Now let's get your backpack and your shoes on. We're late. But I would like to propose that this is a moment when it's time to stop and be thoughtful and actually answer her question. This isn't the time when she needs a mother who can do a lot of things. This is the time she needs a mother to be. This is when she needs us to pull her close and smile and look into that mirror at her reflection and tell her she is the most beautiful person on the planet to you. And she is also funny and smart and talented and kind and cherished. And you are so glad she asked you so you could tell her how you felt about her. And there will be a day when you're driving with your teenage son to a concert or a football practice or to the grocery store to pick something up for dinner and he'll ask, Mom, how old were you when you had your first boyfriend? Now you'll be tempted to appease him by saying, I don't remember. Is all your homework done or do you still have more to do when we get back home? Hoping he goes back to scrolling on his phone. But then we'll realize this is one of those moments. Not a moment when a son cares about how many loads of laundry his mother has done in the last decade, but a question about who his mother is, who she was, and how her experiences can maybe relate to what he's going through. This is the moment to stop driving, look him in the eye, smile a little, and ask him if there is someone he finds sort of interesting. This is the moment when the door opens to quite naturally talk about first relationships and timing and respect and to ask him if he has any other questions for you. Being a mother doesn't come from doing. We can't do a bunch of stuff mothers do and hope we did enough for our kids to become self-sufficient adults. There's just too much to do. We can't do everything we think we need to do in a 24-hour period anyway. And when we don't do everything we think we should have done, we have the guilt. We feel guilty as parents because we perceive we didn't do enough. Well, newsflash, we can never do enough. There will always be one more shoe to tie and one more load of laundry and one more trip to school to make, one more daily folder to sign, and one more meal to repair or 10,000 more meals to prepare. But I propose if we stop trying to do everything we think we need to do, we can become everything we were meant to become. The key to walking out of this parenthood situation we got ourselves into with no guilt, no regrets, no missed opportunities is to go from thinking we can and must do it all to realizing we have an opportunity to be it all. Now let's get real. We still need to do the laundry and the cooking and the cleaning and the taxiing, but we can't ever, ever let the things we do get in the way of who we are meant to be and who our kids need us to be. The best way to do that is to take the time to focus on what matters because we can see that the way we handle the situations that arise in the present moments 
so completely and profoundly impact how our kids will respond in their future moments. When we take the time to stop and respond to those questions that seem so random at times to us, but are so freaking contextual when it comes to what is going on behind the scenes in our kids' lives, we show them that they are important. Not just important, but more important than the laundry and the groceries and more important even than my own fatigue. When you be who they need you to be over and over again today, you will be who they turn to when they need help tomorrow. And I will tell you from experience that when you answer their questions, more questions will come. Now, when they are three and you feel like you're being held hostage in a, yeah, but what if loop, that doesn't seem very attractive. But when they are 16 and they're struggling and you know they're struggling, but you don't know what with, and they trust that you will be there for them because you have shown them that you are there for them in the past, they will turn to you and they will tell you what's going on and they will ask you for help. So let's go back to that moment I found myself in with my daughter asking the particulars about garbage can etiquette when she asked me, mom, is it okay to eat something out of a garbage can? Even though we were running late for school as usual, I chose door number four that day. I'm not saying it was wisdom or experience. Maybe my curiosity just got the best of me, but no matter what the reason, I stopped what I was doing, knelt down in front of her and asked, why are you asking me about eating something out of a garbage can? And she answered, you know that kid Peter in my class? Yes, I said. I saw him grab a bag of chips out of the garbage and he ate them at lunch with his sandwich. They weren't open, but it grossed me out a little. Well, I felt a wave of relief and I hugged her and told her I am sure it was fine he ate an unopened bag of chips out of that garbage can. And as I grabbed my keys that morning and the shoes and the backpacks, there was really only one question left in my mind. I wondered if Peter's mom would want to know. I'm just a girl who was ready to start her family, so I got pregnant and had a baby. But what I learned as I raised my own kids, that the secret to becoming the parent I dreamed I could be, is exactly what I'm sharing with you. Let's rock this parenting thing together. <laughs>